Hello, honey, and welcome to the Healthy Emmy Podcast. I am your go-to nutritionist for plant-based weight loss and the creator of the eight-week Slim on Starch program. If you want to learn how to lose weight and keep it off on a plant-based diet, you've come to the right place. And the best part, it does not involve counting calories or restricting portions. This is the podcast version of my YouTube videos, so if you'd like to see the woman behind this voice, Proceed at your own caution and go to the show notes where you'll be directed to the Healthy Emmy YouTube channel. Otherwise, enjoy your commute, walk, workout, or whatever the heck it is that you're doing with just my voice on this podcast. The process that I take my clients through is to first decide what to eat, then how to eat it, then how to eat it outside of your home, and then, what am I gonna do when I don't really wanna eat this way 100% of the time? So step one, what am I going to eat? Let's just start out with the food itself. This is laying out what's gonna go in your fridge, what's gonna go in your pantry, what you're gonna get at the grocery store. What is it that I actually need to put on my plate? This is step one. Now that we know what you need to eat, we can move into step two, which is how do I actually cook this stuff? Because yeah, you get broccoli, you get potatoes, you get all this stuff, but how am I actually supposed to cook it? Am I supposed to use oil? Am I not supposed to use oil? I, growing up, I always use oil. I always use butter. How do I cook this stuff? So then that's step two, is the, the how to cook it. So we've got the food, now we know how to cook it. Okay, great. Now you've got all of this food in front of you, it's all cooked. You take out your plate and you go, how the heck do I build my plate? Which is step three, how to build your plate. Okay, good. So now you know how to build your plate. You've got your plate in front of you and you're probably wondering, how much of this am I supposed to have? How many plates is okay for me to have? And that's when learning your hunger fullness cues is extremely important. So step four that I take my clients through is how do we read those hunger fullness cues? I don't believe in counting calories or eating based on any external cues. I believe in relying solely on your internal cues to decide when you're gonna eat and how much you're going to eat. So I'm not a big fan of, oh, it's 8 a.m., I have to eat one cup of oats, a half of a banana, 10 grams of flaxseed, five grams of cinnamon, it is totally unnatural. And my goal with my clients is to get you back in tune with your hunger fullness cues so that you can rely on internal cues telling you what to eat, when to eat, and how much, as opposed to external cues. So that's step four that I take my clients through is how can I rely on my body to tell me when to eat and how much to eat? For many people, they've been relying on external cues for years and years and years that they are completely out of tune with their internal cues. And I also have clients that come to me and they say, Emmy, please just tell me how much to eat, when to eat, and what to eat. I don't have hunger fullness cues, I just need somebody else to do this for me. And while I appreciate that they're putting so much trust into me, I am not you. I am not inside of your body. Only you can detect how much you need to eat. And that might seem really, really scary to you. And that's why this is such an important part of this process is to relearn your body's hunger fullness cues and to rebuild trust with yourself that you can read those accurately. Because you've been sold the fact that you can't do that and you need 
to take shakes or count calories or track macros and all that stuff because you and your body's cues cannot be trusted. Your body has been told over and over and over again that when it's experiencing a hunger cue or a fullness cue that it's not valid. And it's been done through restricting food or through overeating. If you're consistently restricting food, overeating, or probably doing both of those things, that tells your body, hey, I don't listen to you. I don't listen to the hunger cues. I don't listen to the fullness cues. I let my brain decide what to do and I don't let my body decide what to do. That's what your body has heard over and over and over again. So the solution here is to get you to build trust with your body's hunger fullness cues, wake them up, tell them it's okay for you to give me hunger cues. It's okay for you to give me fullness cues because now I know how to respond to them and I'm responding to them with the proper foods. All right, so now we're good. We have what you eat, how you eat it, and how to listen to your body's hunger fullness cues. You're good to go, right? wrong because you don't live on an island. You are a social creature. You are human and humans are social animals, which means that you're going to be put in positions where you need to eat socially. This presents as a big challenge for many people that are on a plant-based diet because most of the world doesn't eat this way. So what do you do in those scenarios? Well, I think there are two things that we need to consider. The first thing that we need to consider is what I consider step five of the Slimon starch process, which is to learn how to eat this way in social situations. So when you're going to a friend's house for dinner, when you're hosting a dinner party, when you have a work lunch, how are you going to continue to eat Slimon starch in those circumstances? When you go out to restaurants and restaurants don't even know that it's possible to cook without oil, what do you do in those scenarios? That's what we do in step five. And what I do with my clients is give them all the resources so that they can navigate this way of eating outside of the home. When they're traveling, when they're hiking, when they're camping, when they're with friends, when friends come over, how to navigate those situations and stay on a Slimon starch diet. And then the sixth step that I take with clients is building their signature system. Clients will often ask me, well, what am I gonna do when it's my birthday and I wanna have cake or it's my kid's birthday and we're making cupcakes or it's my anniversary. I mean, I just can't do this 100% of the time. You don't have to do it 100% of the time. There's no point of doing it 100% of the time because it's not a requirement. And if you set yourself the expectation of doing this 100% of the time, you are only going to be met by defeat. It is inevitable that at some point in this life, you are going to be eating food that is not 100% whole foods, plant-based, oil-free. And if you think that that's not the case, you're fooling yourself or you live on Mars. It's inevitable. At some point, you're gonna eat food that is not slim on starch. And I want you to be at peace with that. And I really want this to be something sustainable for you watching this video. And so I think it's so important that you designate the times in your life when you're not going to be eating slim on starch and know that it is okay. I do not cast any moral judgment on my clients for the food decisions that they make or anybody for that matter. What you eat is a 100% personal decision. It is completely up to you. So when my clients build their signature system and they say, is this okay? Can I have this on my birthday? Can I have this on a date night? It's once in a blue moon. It doesn't happen quite often. Of course you can. This is your life. You have unique circumstances. You live in a place totally different from me. You have a partner who's totally different from me. You have kids. 
You have a whole life and circumstances that make you unique and you need to make sure that you address those unique circumstances so that during that 5% of the time that you're not eating Slim on Starch, you are at peace with it, you know that you've planned for it, and you know that it contributes to the longevity of your success on this lifestyle. In order to be successful in the long term, you have to make plans for when you're not going to eat this way and do so intentionally. Say on Christmas, I'm going to have ginger cookies. If they want, if you want them to be vegan, go for it. If you want them to be made with organic coconut sugar, then go for it. If you want them to be made with white sugar and butter, that is 100% your decision and I cast no moral judgment on you for whatever that is. So long as 95% of the time you're eating slim on starch, you are an A plus in my book. And if you can commit to 90%, 100% of the time, then that's an A plus to me. And I have clients that commit to 85%, 100% of the time and they do a great job too. I've spoken a lot about the signature system, but that's really what makes my food philosophy unique is the fact that I want you to eat this way 95% of the time, 90% of the time, whatever it is that gets you the results health-wise that you're looking for. And then for that remaining percentage of the time, that is your decision. All I ask is that you do it with intention and that you're not eating out of compulsion. I have some clients who love Slim on Starch. They love the results that they've gotten through the program and through this new way of eating, whole foods plant-based. They feel amazing, they feel great. It's rainbows and butterflies. And they go, I love this food so much. I love eating this way so much. I don't want you to even have a signature system. You know, on my birthday or on these special occasions, I just want to eat Slim on Starch the whole time. And I go, I love that you are so enthusiastic about the Slim on Starch lifestyle. That's tremendous. To have a relationship with food that you feel that great about is awesome. But let's just make some insurance plans because between you and me, it's probably not gonna work out that you eat 100% Slim on Starch 100% of the time. I know that you feel really great because you're in this program right now, you have the support of me and your mindset coach, but let's be realistic and it's probably not gonna be this way 100% of the time and that is okay. I actually challenged a client last week and I said, what's harder for you? She was talking about the fact that she had an occasion coming up, it was a special occasion, and she said, I want to eat Slim, Slim on Starch at the occasion. And I said, I'm going to challenge you. I'm not telling you what to do, but I want you to consider this thought. What is harder for you? To eat Slim on Starch or to make this a part of your signature system where you eat something that's not Slim on Starch? And she did something so incredible and she decided to make this a part of her signature system allowing her to eat this way, Slim on Starch 95% of the time, and she's going to a black tie affair, and they'll be able to feed her something vegan, and she's gonna enjoy that, enjoy the whole thing, move on with the rest of her life, and look back on that memory fondly. So I've talked a lot, <laughs> and I hope that this sums up my food philosophy, that 95% of the time eating whole foods plant-based is the way to go. What you do in that 5% of the time is 1,000% your decision and I cast 
no moral judgment. And if during that 5% of the time you want to eat slim on starch, I cast no moral judgment. So if you end up eating 100% slim on starch 100% of the time, that's great. Just make some insurance plans for just in case that doesn't happen. Thanks for listening, honey. Come say hi at Healthy Emmy on Instagram and join our private Facebook group, The Healthy Honeys, where you can get started losing weight on a plant-based lifestyle. I'll see you in there and everything is linked in the show notes. Mwah!